0: On the show, we discuss a huge variety of deals, everything from large complex mergers and acquisitions to smaller deals that you can do even without significant capital. My name is Corey Kupfer, and I've been supporting deal-driven growth for businesses for thirty-five years as a successful entrepreneur, professional negotiator, and attorney. My goal is to help you strategize, plan for, find, and complete deals that will help your company grow faster. Welcome to the Deal Quest podcast. Let's get started. Hey folks, Corey cup here with another solo cast. This is one of these little mini casts in the series that we've been doing on on uh, you know how to find deals and and uh, the mindset of a deal maker and and you know these things around these little shifts uh, and opportunities around deals. Part of our uh, little uh, solo cast here and also part of our uh, little course we put together. So this is on how to close deals. So what are the important things in getting deals closed? And when I say closed. Obviously, there are you know legal steps and other steps that you know mechanically you have to do, but there's also that sort of ability as an entrepreneur to move a deal from having found it, having the initial negotiations, going to LOI, letter of intent, you know, memo MOU, MEMO of understanding, whatever you term sheet, whatever you're gonna call it, and then actually getting it from there, getting through the due diligence, of course, which we've talked, you know, we, we talked about previously in other episodes, and then but actually getting it to close. So Let me start out by talking about basically how you don't do that well, okay? And one of the first mistakes that people do uh, that hurts them in getting a deal closed is that they mentally get to the point where the deal's already closed in their mind even before it's closed. Now, why does that hurt? Well, because what could happen is if you think that of the point you've signed the deal, the deal's already closed, you're not going to necessarily focus on the things that you have to do to make sure it gets closed. Like, for example, making sure your due diligence is clean, that there's nothing that's going to come up that the other side will find that could blow the deal. Not keeping your eye on the pace and moving the deal forward and holding your professionals accountable and providing the information on time and reviewing the agreements with your attorneys and the financials with your accounts, and you know, and, and putting effort into it, right? If you're already checked out because you think the deal's done, if you start spending the money in your mind, you know, I've talked about this on some of the previous episodes. You know, it's the biggest mistake you can make because then either maybe you will actually get the deal closed, but it's gonna could turn out to be a bad deal because the other side renegotiates some terms. They see that you're you really want to get the deal done no matter what. Maybe there's some change. Maybe there's some things they find in due diligence and now they're squeezing you down on price. Or you don't get the deal done because you've lost focus and because you've lost pace and because you've you're not still hungry to get it done. So the first thing I would say is the deal's not closed till it's closed. Take that attitude, stay focused on it, work with your team to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, that you're responding to information requests, that your due diligence is clean, that you're available to talk through some of the inevitable issues that sometimes come up in deals and work them through and get you know and that and that will help get them closed. The other thing, which is sort of I'm going to move way back, is one of the best ways to make sure deals get closed is actually to do a lot of prep up front, right? I've talked on prior episodes about this concept of pre-due diligence, right? And we help clients with that. And I think any good professional does. So we know what kind of due diligence a buyer is going to want. Let's say somebody's making an investment into your company. We know what kind of due diligence an investor right? An angel investor, a VC firm, whatever it is, uh, you know, is going to want. We know what they're going to want to look at. We want to make sure that you're prepared, fully prepared, looking great up front. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that because that's really the pre-diligence and the due diligence. But frankly, that's one of the best things you can do to make sure the deal closes because a lot of deals fall apart in in, in the due diligence phase because people haven't done it. And you're never going to get to the close, Let's take a break from the show for a minute so I can invite you to a new way to determine your deal readiness. I created a fast and easy assessment that will determine exactly how deal ready you are. Once you complete the assessment, I use your responses to identify the obstacles that are holding you back from being a deal-driven growth genius. It's as easy as heading to coreycupfer.com assessment. That's coreycupfer.com assessment and filling out a few multiple choice questions. I'll be checking in after the episode to see what your results are. Now back to the show. The other thing, and this is a fundamental negotiating principle that I talk about in my authentic negotiating book, you know, I talk about this, this true bottom line. I talk about getting total clarity on exactly what's acceptable and what's not to you. And the reason why that prep up front helps deals close is that, you know, again, if things shift, if the economy changes, if uh, the due diligence shows issues and things, or if there's things that just weren't anticipated, you know, a key employee leaves during that time or you lose a client or uh, things that could adversely affect the deal. If you don't know your true bottom line, if you're not really clear on your objectives and what will make a deal go and not go, it's easy for those kind of things to derail it and have it never get to closing. You know, so in the biggest topic, preparation up front, clarity and preparation up front is the best thing you can do to close the deal. The other piece that I will tell you as you get further along is, you know, watch out for your for your ego and watch out for your attachment, right? On both sides. You know, if the other side is bringing up issues as you get close to a deal that could affect the closing, you want to be in a very clear place to analyze whether those things will work for you or not, right? Not get triggered because they're trying to renegotiate the deal although You know, one of the things you want to look at is, does that show something about their character? Uh, Can you trust them, especially if they're going to be ongoing partners in some sort of deal where you're doing a joint venture or strategic alliance or a true merger of your companies and you're staying on? You know, I'm I'm not saying that's not a factor, but sometimes people just get tired or frustrated or their ego kicks up or judgmental or, you know, they're attached to it looking a certain way and it starts to look different and they blow the deal late, you know, uh, before closing not because it's a bad deal or not because it doesn't align with their ultimate objectives on what they got clear on, but because they get triggered. And, you know, you want to keep your, you know, your emotion out of it. You want to trust your gut. I'm not saying, you know, there are times when signals come that say, you know, you maybe you figure out it's not the right partner, hopefully not at the last minute, hopefully you figure that out earlier, but, you know, it's possible that something comes up that rubs you the wrong way from a real clear headed place, but- You know, if you're triggered, if you're emotional, if you're upset, if you're insulted, you don't want to look at whether you really want to have that blow, you know, a deal that could be otherwise very good for you or lucrative for you. So watch your emotions, watch your reactions, try to make sure you're being clear headed there. The other thing is, you know, you really want to make sure that anybody that's relevant on your team and or on the team on the other side is aligned because I've seen deals not go to closing because... The initial the main principals think they have it aligned, but then they go out to some key employees or minority owners or or the money guys or whatever, so to speak. And you know what they expect buy-in, they expect alignment, then it doesn't come. And that could adversely affect getting the deal closed. So there's always a balance between The decision of when you let other people in your organization or when your counterpart lets other people in their company in on the deal, you know, the balance between confidentiality, not, you know, especially let's say you're selling your company, not being in play, you know, in the marketplace, not uh, having employees get get spooked. And uh, the fact that if you bring key folks in, that could adversely affect the deal too late and they don't, and you miscalculate. Their ability to buy in it could affect the ability to close the deal at you know at the last minute. So listen, there are probably a hundred other things we could talk about in terms of getting deals closed, but uh, you know in this short overview, uh, SoloCast, uh, I just want to hit some of the big ones. So you know, prep, keep your emotions in check, keep your eye on the ball, make strategic decisions on when to bring in the key stakeholders and personnel, and make sure that they're aligned. You trust your gut, but don't let triggering emotions adversely affect it. And then, you know, work well with your team and professionals to keep the pace of the deal going uh, so that you don't lose a deal because people either lose interest or, you know, or they, or, or, you know, just the momentum dies down. So those are some thoughts on getting deals closed, folks. You definitely will hear more if you listen to the various episodes I've had with guests, uh, you know, on that topic as well. And I uh, appreciate your quest community. See you next week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of DealQuest, where we help you understand how deal-driven growth can be your ticket to freedom. I want to invite you to a unique way to tap into the wisdom and experience of the DealQuest community. Join the DealQuest Deal Den Zoom calls, a free monthly 90-minute mastermind. In the mastermind, we address all the challenges you may be facing and help support you with the opportunities that may arise in terms of deal-driven growth. You will get input not only from me, but all the members on the call will collaborate and serve each other in a mastermind format. To sign up for the free mastermind, go to www.coreycupfer.com dealden That's coreycupfer.com dealden I'll see you there. I'm Corey Kupfer. Until next week, wishing you the freedom and financial prosperity that I know your deal quest will bring.